Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> I was actually, instead of doing Alfred Hitchcock Presents, I was going to start mouthing uh, Feel So Good by Chuck Mangione. Why is that always like your go-to? Let's wonder about that. Let's let's take a moment to wonder. Because it was on the radio all the time when I was really little. Okay. You know. Nope, I don't. And I was little at the same time as you. You know what I remember? My parents listened to the Eagles. They listened to the Eagles. And the Rolling Stones, like normal people and oldies. Yeah, but that's what was playing on the radio. They were, they, they were. Yeah, so was disco. Okay. They were, <laughs> so were the Bee Gees. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. So that one hasn't hasn't left me. Um, but normal people listen to Chuck Mangione. Oh sure, yeah. Normal people that like Chuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like the people that listen to Kenny G, right? Hey, Normal everybody. people that listen to Kenny G. All right. By the way, who's Kenny G? <laughs> He's been supplanted by his his successor, Kenny F. Kenny F. Kenny F. <sighs> Welcome to the sandwich board, everybody. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sandwich Board, I'm the Pickle Bandit. I'm the Bandita. And, uh, you know, welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. Um. <laughs> wow, this is going to be one of those shows, isn't it? <laughs> it is. The kind where you like laugh through the whole thing. No, not through the whole thing. Oh, okay. Just the parts that aren't funny. Right. <laughs> um... Yeah, so here we are. We're, you know, once again, we're still, we're in the bedroom. And yeah, where all the magic happens. <laughs> Forever the weird dreams about long lines at Target. <laughs> oh, man, that's, 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 that sucks. Um, I'm, I'll tell you that right now. Long lines at Target. So, well, what kind well, of... Well, just empty shelves. Empty shelves, too, right? And people that don't... Um care about social distancing oh man that is i'm i'm good at social distancing i'm i consider myself a social distancing expert you are and you aren't because of your spatial awareness well yeah i mean yes i want to stay away from people but sometimes i don't know where those people are in relative position to where i am yes and so i end up like in their way in their way so you know and it's terrible. It's what did you say today about we're playing a game, right? At Target. Yes, the world is playing the game of cooties. <laughs> right. It's the world's largest game of cooties. There you go. We're not. And yeah, and so it's it's like high stakes cooties. 
No. It's like Vegas rules, cooties. Hey, let's just uh, jump into it, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, our, our sandwich board sides, and uh, we're going to start out this week in Pokemon Go. I play Pokemon Go. Right, so I just got a notice about the Psychic Spectacular, which is going to return with new faces. Oh. Right. Uh, it says, we've used Future Sight, and one thing is for certain, the Psychic Spectacular is coming back! Exclamation point. It's coming back. So it was here before. From Friday, March 27th, 2020, at 8 a.m. to Monday, March 30th. 2020 at 10 p.m. local time. You can look forward to the following. More psychic type Pokemon first discovered in Unova will make their Pokemon Go debut exclamation point. During the evening, you'll encounter Gothita, the fixation Pokemon. <laughs> the fixation Pokemon. That's right. That's like the, it sounds like the Depeche Mode Pokemon, really. Mm, it sounds like a fetish Pokemon. Or it's that Pokemon that just wears purple and black and smokes cloves in the corner, you know? That. What if it's the Pokemon that's like obsessed with like, <laughs> has a fixation on something? Right. Just can't get past it. I like, I like trains. So I like trains. Um, well, Gothita will be available after the event. I hope I find out later that I mispronounce it. <laughs> I love it when Michael fixes things like that. What are you calling something this for? I'm mispronouncing the name. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Gothita will be available after the event in the wild and five, five kilometer eggs. The following psychic type Pokemon will be hatching more often from two kilometer eggs. Abra. Drowsy, Ralts, Spoink, Baltoy, Why Not, Beldum, and Gothita. If you're lucky, you might find a shiny Baltoy. Baltoy? Baltoy? Exclamation point. Yeah, that's the one with all the, the weird looking one. The the top looking one. It looks like a little... Psychic type Pokemon yeah. will be featured in raids and you'll see them more often in the wild. Enjoy psychic spectacular field research throughout the event period. There you go. Also, there's been a blood feud in our neighborhood. Yeah, but first and of I all... And I caught another shiny Diglett. Shiny Diglett. So the shiny Pokemon are, are color variations on existing Pokemon, but they're more rare to find. Yeah, not on a community day. Just out there. But lately, if you go out in the evenings, there's more spawns of Pokemon and you're more likely to catch a shiny because of the updates they made. Right. The, so that people, everyone says the game's easier. I say it's more fun. And tomato, tomato. It's more fast paced, I'll tell you that. It's more fun. Yeah, for sure. And um, so, first of all, let's contextualize this uh, blood feud a little bit because we got to talk about the pact and you really have you've mentioned the pact but you really haven't defined what that is the pact is something that um when we first started with our pokemon go journey uh us being three 
you know, yellows. Right. There's a red team, blue team, yellow team. Instinct. So us being three instinct, we're able to go out and take gems quite easily from other people because we can double team them. Correct. Or triple team them, whatever. Uh Uh-huh. Right. We were battling it out with red and blue for, I don't know, I guess the most gyms in our neighborhood, but people were like going into gyms and getting kicked out right away, which is not good because you need your at least like, what is it? 10 hours in a gym to get 50 full coins. Yes. So if you get your 10 hours, then you can get 50 full coins. People were going in there and getting knocked out in minutes, and it was just ridiculous. It's a waste of items because you can't get anything back from that. Right. And so once your Pokemon gets knocked out, you have to revive it with an item. You have to bring it up to health with an item. Then if you wanted to take the gym back, you got to spend more on other things, either killing your Pokemon or using potions to heal so it, it only benefits somebody that's bag is too full and needs to use stuff right so or somebody that has like a field researcher or special research says you gotta take gems right and in this neighborhood you know keeping a balance helps because one side of this neighborhood is a blue neighborhood um and then this side of the neighborhood the pokey hood is uh you know, is yellow for yeah. life. Because there's at least four people around here that are yellow. Us three and one other person. I don't know what happened to the Art Queen, but I know there's at least one other person. And then over in the townhomes. And um, there's a few that I see regularly. I don't know if they live here or this is just part of their routine. I don't know. But there are yellows out there that are consistently going to the gyms and putting them in we're not the only ones to take the gyms right and the and then we have a large county park in the middle of the neighborhood and that one is kind of no man's land so to speak because that one keeps changing all the time and it's also an ex raid gym um so when there's special uh raids then you know that one will pop up every once in a while you know it's about finding a balance right it's like you know you don't take someone else's gym if they haven't been there for that long no but if they have been there for a long time you're doing them a favor by taking their pokemon out so that they can have coins exactly and they can have their pokemon back to do stuff with them exactly weird stuff (laughs) however in light of recent events there's been a lot more people playing there's been a lot more people staying at home or taking walks a lot of people taking walks now and so that has disrupted and in some ways broken the pact so what has been happening you tell them what has been happening you're the one that's like sad boy poor don't have any poker coins (laughs) okay i'm not broke as a joke it's you (laughs) okay let me tell you how many coins i have 983. How many coins do you have? Uh, four, maybe five. Uh, Seriously, coins. how many coins do you have? I know I have, after I spent, I probably have about 80. 
Um, and I've been and I've been walking around, you know, leaving Pokemon, but they haven't been in the gyms um, long enough for me to collect a lot of coins. Why? Because all these people that have come out of the woodwork are taking out people, taking over gyms before uh, before their time, and so so we have all these like punk blue people or red people. Or yellow people, let's face it, you know, taking each other out, and so nobody is getting anything. Well, so, actually, there's been like a little truce today. Okay, so there was a ceasefire in in the. I in, wouldn't in the say bo- a ceasefire. I would say more of like a truce. Oh, okay. All right, so so that's what's been going on. It's the 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 blood feud. So it's kind of strange. But that's, you know, that's where we are. And, you know, hopefully things calm down a little bit as this becomes the new normal. Or else, you know, I don't know. It's not like people are going to break out in the fist fights or anything like no, that. No, but you will run out of coins. But you will run, well, yeah. And I won't run out of coins, you'll run out of yeah, coins. Yeah, and I'll have to what? Spend real money? Oh my gosh, no way. Like, I'm not there yet. Um, you know, so... So we'll see what happens. Anything else to add on that? No, I also got... Did it... I don't know if... No, I don't think I said... I also got a shiny... Um, what's the cold one? I always have my own. So it's like TP head. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like TP. You know, like a TP, like a tent. A oh, okay. Oh, the snowver. Snow run. It's snow run, yeah. Yeah, I call it a TP head. Okay. Michael hates it when I don't call them by their real names. Because I have my own names for them. Oh, look, it's Teepee Head. Oh, what a shiny one. And he's just like, you don't deserve it. You don't even call it by the right name. Whatever. Yeah. I also got a shiny, uh, let's see. The purple gassy one, the purple farty one. Yeah, coughing? Yeah, that thing. Okay. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> purple farting one. I like that one. Yeah. Um, so that would be your highlight of the week? Uh, playing? No, actually, it was probably the Diglett. Mm. Well, I don't know if it's the Diglett or Snow Rut because it is it's whatever's more of a burn to Michael. Michael has made it his <laughs> personal mission to get as many Diglett candies as possible, and he does not have like a whole bunch of shinies. And so when I get them, because he knows that I don't really get them because they're DNPs, do nothing Pokemon. Yeah, often shinies are. They're pretty. They're rare. But oh, all of mine are. They're really But I mean, diglets, diglets are DNPs. They don't do anything. What do you do with them? What no, do you do with no. the diglet? Not much. No. Oh. But he wants to have the most candies of everybody. It's like, whatever. Then why don't you have the most shinies of them then? He doesn't. So my, my highlight this week actually came yesterday when I got to raid at our local, at our local gym... I got to do a raid, a clink raid. It looks like a bunch of gears stuck together uh, with faces on them. And I got to do that with Intern Star and the Vandita. And I had a really good time doing it. So that is my highlight for the week. And I guess this is the week in Pokemon Go. I play Pokemon Go. Dude, I've already moved on. I'm like, <laughs> are you still talking about that? I think that, well, that was the week in Pokemon Go. Um, okay, so 
All right, so we're we're getting to our our side orders here, and um, okay, so our first side order, uh, Bandita, I uh, Bandita plays it safe, as I call it. What? Bandita plays it safe. Why do you want to talk about this? Okay, let's bring up when I fell down. When yes. I tripped yes. and could have hurt myself yes. and upset my mother and everyone was laughing at me. Let's all bring that up. I wasn't laughing at you. Well, then why do you want to talk about it? It's already, it's like, it's been done. Okay. It's over with. That was like earlier in the week. Okay. And we were going to talk about that. But it's like, that is like so like news over, dude. Okay. Well, all right, moving on. All right, so my side order this week, and you know, this is—I think I'm probably the one of the only people interested in this particular story. But um, so, as I was reading in, uh, you know, I think it was uh, Variety, or it could have been—it was one of the entertainment uh, rags, pretty much. So, KROQ, KROQ, that's the the rock station in Los Angeles, fires the entire Kevin and Bean staff. So. Uh, last week, March 18th, co-host Kevin Ryder tweets, Hey, party people. I stole that, by the way. Uh, not sure how to say this, so here it is. Yesterday, at K-Rock, called every one of us on the morning show and told us we were fired. So then Ryder was then escorted out of the station by three security guards. Um, yeah, so that that happened. Now, it used to be Kevin and Bean in the morning, but his co-host... Uh, Gene uh, Baxter, also known as Bean, quit the show last year. And uh, after hosting changes, the show was retitled Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. And uh, But everybody, everybody on that show lost their job one day, gone. Um, which is, you know, not ironic, but it's kind of sad because Kevin and Bean were you know, inducted into the Radio Broadcasting Hall of Fame. The show had featured... Uh, then back in the 90s uh, unknown comedians uh then unknown comedians Jimmy Kimmel Adam Carolla uh Kimmel actually tweeted his displeasure at the firing he said shame on you to the station owners and management now this show had been around uh the Los Angeles uh airwaves for about 30 years they're responsible for supporting or launching the careers of you know several bands that, that took off in the 90s so if you you know if you think about the um the third wave ska uh movement you know the ska and punk thing you know you have no doubt and sublime and you know so on and so forth you know for example right i'm not even talking about the grunge movement and that was a different thing in itself but k-rock really helped uh push all that and a lot of people heard songs on k-rock first before it you know went um you know got national airplay so i don't know that meant something that meant something to me just because i really enjoyed the show and you know I, I it was one of the things that made me want to uh go into radio when i was in uh college that's that's my my side order <laughs> i think i did most of the talking on that one but did, i don't have anything to say about it i know but other than i saw the 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 article online and i sent it to you because i knew it was important to you right well thank you and well hey look at this okay Donuts featuring Dr. 
Fauci's face are quickly becoming a nationwide hit. So, please. Please. No, it's just a donut shop in Rochester, New York, made Dr. Anthony Fauci the face of one of its donuts. And now it's fielding purchase orders from across the country. Donuts Delight said it came up with the idea for a simple reason. Quote, We wanted to find a way to cheer up the people in our neighborhood. Owner Nick Semeraro told CNN. We noticed Dr. Fauci on, and we loved his message and how thorough he was and how he kept everyone informed during the crisis. Dot, dot, dot. So we wanted to give back and say thanks. Right. End quote. All right. And if you don't know who Dr. Fauci is, right? He's the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and a doctor for the National Institute of Health. He's the doctor that's on all those uh, press conferences. Right. So he's the one that kind of speaks for well, the health One of them is a female doctor, too. Yeah. Okay. Yay, Dr. Fauci. And he's in donut form now. So thank you, Bandita. Right. So... Let's go ahead and uh, let's go. Let's get to our main course. Let's go to our main course for tonight. Um, so this past Sunday, uh, Bandita, I, intern Mike, and at sometimes intern Star, uh, watched ESPN two, but it was not ESPN two. It was the perfect. It was like the only reason we would ever watch ESPN two. <laughs> it would be the only reason I would watch any kind of competitive sport. In the last, I don't know, four or five years. Why is that? Because for that whole day, ESPN2 became ESPN8, the Ocho. Now, uh, ESPN8, the Ocho, has its background in the movie Dodgeball, a true underdog story starring Vince Vaughn. Um, and the Ocho was the name of a made-up ESPN channel that featured really obscure, very niche, uh, competitive games, okay? So what are some of the things, Bandita, that stuck out for you uh, Sunday on the Ocho? Wait a second, my mind's just been blown. <laughs> what? Why is it's a fan me? theory that... Uh... Snoke is a failed clone of Grand Moff Tarkin. Look at that picture. Oh my gosh. Oh no. I'm just looking at, I'm looking at Peter Cushing and I'm looking at Snoke and... Look at... Mm, ah, oh my goodness. Look at that picture. Oh wow. You know what? That... Mm, hey... Hey, I know you're not listening, uh, people at Disney, but you could totally retcon this in one of your novels. You can totally J.K. Rowling this thing, and I think it would work. Weird. So what? Um, so what sports, quote unquote, sports are you know, stuck out for you on the Ocho that were? I guess that was most entertaining for you. Uh, cornholing. on Bandita's face, the matter-of-fact look that she had when she just kind of put up her hand and said cornholing was possibly the best gift that I could get uh, this evening. Um, cornhole. You know, the not 
get your minds out of the gutters, people. But cornhole is that game where you you know put the bean bag in it's the full of corn. Yeah, full of corn and in you, the hole. And you put it in the hole. Cornholing. It was yeah. <laughs> there was men's and there was women's, and the men sucked because all they did was block each other. Yeah. Corn block each other. They corn block. And the women went for it and they got in the hole, got in the hole, got in the hole. Yeah, the women were more exciting to watch. They were better cornholers than the than the guys were for sure. The guys kind of played it strategically, kind of like, uh, you know, like caroms or um, what's the curling, right? Or backgammon. Backgammon, right? Where there's God. a lot of blocking. No, nope, women just did what they were supposed to do, and it was a lot faster, and it was a lot more fun to watch. And it was cornholing. And the Ocho uh, also uh, featured other uh, competitive sports, I guess if you want to call it. A lot of competitive eating. There was the Johnsonville Brats. Uh, oh, am I glad I missed that one? Uh, the Johnsonville Brats 2006 uh, sausage eating contest, uh, which really, um, oh gosh, uh, was just a hard watch. I mean, if you think the Nathan's hot dog eating contest is a hard watch, this is even worse. Um, there was uh, the slippery stairs uh, competition, so they had slippery stairs. It was kind of fun to watch. It's kind of cutesy, like something on Nickelodeon. Yeah, kind of in a like, kind of like a wipeout or hole in the wall kind of way. Um, there was uh, arm wrestling, which I think that put Bandita to sleep mm-hmm. for a little bit. Um, I think that's yeah, and then there was a lot of. Uh, a lot of variations on juggling. None of those guys there were, were anywhere close to Stallone. Oh, as far as the arm wrestling. Oh, yeah. Over the top, it was not over the top. It was more like under the bottom. Um, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, you would think, right? Um, but I don't know. Over the top was very stylized and made arm wrestling more glamorous than it actually was. And then, let's see, there was, oh, dodge juggling, very, a lot of variations on dodgeball and uh, dodge juggling. Uh, oh, and then there was... I like the, the, when they were juggling and then they were like trying to like hit each other. Yes, yeah. that was dodge juggling. Yeah, so pretty much you had dodgeball, but you had one person on each team. No, not that one. Not the that one. The one where they were, com- they were fighting while they were juggling. Yeah, that's They're trying the to mess each other up. Oh, combat juggling. Throwing, yes, combat juggling. Yeah. I like that better. Oh, yeah. So you had a, dudes uh, on the stage, and they were juggling uh, clubs, mm-hmm. and they would try to mess each other up. Mm-hmm. But they had to keep juggling, too. Right. So combat juggling. Yeah, I like that better than dodgeball juggling. That's just mean sometimes. You just hit somebody <laughs> in the face. It's mean. That's trying to juggle? Yeah. I think it's just an excuse to throw balls at jugglers. I think it just has to do with uh, humanity's internal hatred, Oh, come on. They're not mimes. (laughs) Jugglers? Yeah, they're not mimes. Um, I'm sure there's got to be a mime competition out there uh, somewhere. Let's see. Maybe they'll add it to the Moxie Games next year. The Moxie Games, yeah. Professional miming, extreme miming, combat miming. Combat miming. (laughs) The safest, <laughs> the no safest com- form 
of combat there is combat <laughs> miming. Wow, you really came up with that, didn't you? <laughs> Did I come up with that? No. Actually, my question was, you know, okay, so... You know what you're leading me to, right? Yeah, if you were to make up your own competitive sport, you know, what, no. what would it be? No, I've opened my solitaire now on my phone. Oh. <laughs> so... Um, I asked Vendita if you were to make up your own competitive sport, what would it be? So what what would you what would you come up with? Did I answer already? Was that I yours? Don't remember. Combat miming? No. No, you didn't give me an answer. Really? Yeah. I thought for sure that I came up with something. No. Wow. Hmm. Let me see. I'm gonna have to think about it. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so that was you know, so the Ocho well, like I said, that was uh, it was about 24 hours of, you know, a lot of food eating contests. I think there was a hamburger one in there somewhere I missed. Uh, there was a lightsaber battling, which, you know, I didn't catch. There was stupid robot fighting. Which, oh, that was lame. Which was... Uh, but, it, I mean, the kids loved it. Yeah. They loved it. Basically, stupid robot fighting is... These guys put together big marionettes made of uh, spare parts and junk, Not, and it's it was trash. It was trash. Okay, yeah. I was trying to be delicate about it, but yeah, pretty much trash. And the they knocked you know whoever knocked the most uh, parts off uh, won. That's pretty. That's stupid robot fighting. Um, it's a misnomer though. They weren't robots, <laughs> but they were. They stupid. were puppets. It was stupid puppet fighting. Now, listen to that stupid puppet ro- fighting and listen to stupid robot fighting. What sounds better? Because stupid <laughs> puppet writing, fighting is what it actually is. I, I actually kind of like the idea of stupid puppet fighting because uh, you got the Punch and Judy thing uh, going in there, right? And, heck, you can have, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, stupid ventriloquist dummy fighting, which I think would you know, be great. So you got one? Sure. How about trying to find some toilet paper? How about that? How about that on the Ocho? (laughs) (coughs) No, it's going to be the world's largest game of cooties (laughs) that we're playing right now. That's the next one on the Ocho. Okay. So um, before we get out of here. Wow, is it already over? Holy. Yeah, well, it went fast. We actually wow. talked about it quite a bit. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, so here's uh, so here's our uh, little dessert uh, to make this all uh, taste better. Uh, so Bandita turned me on to this particular link. So to make a good a good example, in you know during the this you know social distancing and you know making you know good healthy decisions about you know staying home and you know basically staying the heck away from everybody uh, mcdonald's has separated their iconic logo the golden arches so now you just have two upside down u's kind of next to each other right so you see it i think it's one of those you know if i had to say anything it would be like a rorschach test yes it's like whatever you see you see right like that's what you see that's two, not what i see two upside. what do you see i see uh, it looks like a, some kind of um, closed eyes. 
sense? Yeah, so if you put a mouth underneath, it, it kind of looks like, kind of like, um, yeah, like it, a, it would look know. like a, an emoji. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. All right, cool. Uh, and so other companies have followed suit, I believe. Um, who else has, uh, you know, changed their role? Coca-Cola has separated. Yeah, Coca-Cola separated the letters in its name. Right. And um, Volkswagen uh, separated the V and the W. Uh-huh. And Audi separated its... Four. Rings. Interlocking rings. Right. So it looks like corporate America is kind of getting in on this and, you know, trying to, I guess, keep it light, but also trying to, uh, you know, spread a message that, you know, hey, guys, we really do need to, you know, stay the heck away from each other, Um, you know, this very important, you know, time. So I like it. Is there any, let's see, I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, Why? What? What about staying the heck away from each other? Would you not like? You know, some would say I've been preparing for this my whole life. Some would say that uh, I don't know. I'm I'm generally doing okay with with that. Um, I'm not doing too bad. Uh, so I, a lot of people online are saying, "Oh my gosh," you know. I went to uh, to get an, I don't know my oil changed and it felt like I went on a vacation or you know stuff like that you know because they've had to uh, stay indoors and they've had to kind of isolate and I don't know I've I've, I've never you know that's never really uh, never really been a, a thing for me uh, too much but I will tell you right now if I was ever isolated uh, you know. I am so glad that I am isolated with you. Yuck. Yes. Gross. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah. So now you may all pause to barf. Oh. <laughs> oh, great. Our kids are interrupting. Okay. This is perfect well, time for right. interrupting. Right. So we got to go. So make sure you give us good ratings on uh, you know, yeah, iTunes. Yeah, the two of you. Make sure the two of you give yeah, us high ratings. Please. Please, because high rates. Did you check on if there's only two people that listen? Uh, something like that. Okay. We really need to check on that. We I, need to be addressing our audience. Yeah. All right, guys. So until uh, next time, I'm the Pickle Bandit. I'm the Bandit. And we'll see you next time. And I hope you weren't bored listening to the sandwich board. Bye. He won't take a shower. Typical. Yeah, 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 yeah.